Googly Moogly, it's Friday. You're listening to Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats podcast, WBCS with Big Mike and Casey. Take it away, Big Mike or Casey. That's right. Welcome to WBCS. It's Friday night. We're live. We're in Studio D recording tonight. Uh, with myself, sweet Melissa. Thank you for the intro. We got Big Mike calling in remotely in a little bit, and we're going to get underway. But we're talking about mostly, um, you know, well, we got some NFL uh, old time movies, and sweet Melissa has got some uh, news that you can use, and on top of uh, a variety of other things that we will uh, kind of address throughout the evening. Folks, uh, and if you're listening live, uh, obviously we got the message boards that's going. And if you're listening later on Naughty Radio, then it's great to have you on Naughty Radio. Hey, Casey. And there we go. Big Mike. Without further delay. <laughs> Hello, sweet Melissa. Hi. Hello, yes. fans out there in podcast land. Mm-hmm. Howdy. Hey, Howdy. you know what? I, I wanted to ask you, how did, uh, t- tell me about the, the trip to Webster. Paint, paint a picture for folks. All right. So, Webster, we left my dad's house at 5 40 in the morning. So it's yeah. dark. Right. A little, a little cool. It wasn't warm out, it was probably in the 50s. So cool enough, you want to put a sweatshirt on. So we drove to Webster, which from my dad's house is about a little more than an hour. We stopped to eat something, stopped at Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, no, wait a minute. No, we did Burger King is what we did. Home of the Whopper. Oh, the BK. BK, Chris Sandwiches. Mm. Oh, yeah. Classics. Classes. I think an underrated breakfast sandwich. So then we go to Webster. We get there. And my thing is, when I arrive, I take a picture of the sunrise because that's when we're getting there as the sun's coming up. There, So Webster, there must have been upwards of 300 dealers, you know, you know flea market vendors there on uh, Monday. So, and you saw everything from collectibles, antiques, clothes, tools, hot sauce. Hot sauce. sauce. <laughs> yeah. There's people, there was guys selling hot sauce. Huh. Did you try of it? it? No, no. You know, no. I, I want to find a vendor that's selling mayonnaise in the hot sauce. <laughs> Well, it, this would have been okay. It was a cool day. So the mayonnaise wouldn't have spoiled till a little later on. Yeah, actually, you, you, the weather is probably pretty good for walking around. Yeah, it was decent. It was decent. So, yeah, it, it was it was awesome. So probably in the neighborhood of 300, uh, 300 booths to walk through. So really? it, was, it was, yeah, it was a lot. It, it was pretty awesome. So... Got there. We started walking around. It was probably a little, it was 20 to 8 when we started and we left at 1130. Mm. 
All right. And, any, and it, it was any any, any uh, swag you pick up. What did I pick up? I did get. Let, let's think here. I did get a model kit. I did get a model kit of a San Francisco trolley car mm. from the 1950s, from like 5960. It's, it's a San Francisco uh, cable car. I was going to say it's San Francisco treat, treat, right? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. rice aroni. <laughs> right. I do like rice aroni. <laughs> That's totally what my mind was. Is that really a San Francisco thing? Um, I'm going to say no. Okay. But it is pretty delicious for us non, not from scratch rice eating people. Do you think it's yeah. a United States thing? Uh, oh, it's definitely. I got like laughed out of a house from like by a bunch of Hawaiians. Oh. Uh, they might have called me Howley for that. Huh. Talking about rice aroni, you know, and they, I don't know, huh. they, they took it very seriously. They take that, their spam and uh, pineapple and white rice very serious. Hmm. So rice aroni was a. That was a faux pas. Uh, oh yeah. Major, major faux pas. I'm like, wow, it's easy butter and, you know, let it go. And, and you're eating. And voila. Hmm. You, know? you got a meal. The San Francisco hmm. treat. That's right. Oh, well. What do they know? <laughs> Not about the San Francisco treat, apparently. Not about it. They, but spam, they're all oh, about the spam. It is the oh, San yeah. Francisco treat. Well, yeah. According to the Google machine. Well, yeah, that was their tagline. I know, but yeah. I, didn't think, I didn't think it was really from San Francisco. It's probably not. No, it what is. What, what is the Google? It is? Oh. Hmm. I mean, you probably could find every answer under the sun. Well, it's on the internet. It's got to be true. Though. Right. No, of course it does. It's 100% true. <laughs> so it was a cool day. It was it had a lot of fun. Um, what else did I pick up while I was, while I was out there? Um, I got some cool stuff. I'm trying to remember. I got some cool stuff. I, oh, I got a uh, 1977... Vega promo car, which for oh. those of you, for those of you out there who are not in the model building, model collecting, toy car collecting, you know, community, a promo car was made by one of the major model manufacturers, either MPC or AMT, and they were sold at they were sold and given away at dealerships. So, for instance. Mm -hmm. uh, there would be the car manufacturer would have a contract with, let's say it's MPC and they would do every year. They do a new model of the Corvette in one twenty fifth scale. And there, they would be available in all the colors. The real car was available in. So on this guy's table and th these things are very collectible. Um, at this time. So on this guy's table, he had a bunch of old toys. He had some Buddy L trucks from like the 50s. He had some Tonka trucks from the 50s. And then sitting all by its lonesome was this little Vega. And uh, I picked that up for a whopping $5. Mm. 
which I picked up the, the, the San Francisco cable car model kit for a whopping $5, which I have to admit that model kit, that's the third one I own of that cable car. Huh. So wait, so are you just trying to corner the market in cable cars? <laughs> I am. I am. I'm trying to see if, you know, that might be the next big thing. That's my retirement. <laughs> see, I could see like a discovery show, like the uh, ca cable car guy, you know, cable car guy, cable car guy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they talk to you and, and the show is about like people come to you like, I heard you got the cable car, you know, and then I, I sure do. Mm -hmm. I got 15,000 of them. Would you <laughs> like one? No, only have three for a pretty penny. And then, and then you're like, uh, "All right, sir, um, let me show you this cable car. It's a real nice piece." And then, it's uh, a piece. And then uh, we could combo some of them. You know, bundling. that's bundling. That's bundling. <laughs> yeah, we could bundle them. We could my my. We could bundle my, that piece. We could call it, but on my show, it could be the combo because I don't want to, you know. <laughs> Bite off American pickers and they're bundling. Well, when, other than peace, you got to use something else like this individual or. Um, how about. Item. Or. How, what could be a good word there? Because, because I'm telling you, if you watch American pickers, if you go through like one season and binge it and you drink anytime they say peace or bundle. You will be in stage four liver failure by like episode six. I'm I'm certain of it. It's a true statement. True statement. Mm -hmm. I mean, I you, won't, you won't remember a damn thing. That's for sure. You won't. That's what they want. You might have to, but you might have to bundle up all the empty beer cans. Oh, the next yeah. morning. Mm -hmm. No, I watched uh, American Pickers uh, last night. Oh yeah. Anything else? Uh no, it's like they did like the like the uh, best of shows. So uh, nothing nothing exciting. It was noise on in the background. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I get that. Yeah, there are some shows that are good on like just the background while you're doing stuff. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but I enjoy sitting and watching the show, but I it was more background noise. So speak, I'll go ahead, Casey. I don't want to walk well, on you. No, 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 no. What I was going to say is just like another show that's great to drink at. Just if we're going to come up with drinking games tonight with shows that you watch. And, you know, as you know, Mike, uh, guilty charge. I'm a sports fanatic. Yes. It, any show on ESPN, especially any of their like, uh, like Sports Center, the first take, any of those like where they're just – mumbling talking heads uh that probably have no idea other than to read the prompter anytime they say the narrative mm -hmm. take a drink and again really you're, you're gonna be sure. seeing sideways mm -hmm. within the uh quarter past the hour they there was like uh the bells and you know the chiefs game but you know the narrative uh with the uh offensive linemen like they say they say narrative so much. I think dictionary.com is paying them to say the fucking word. They they have to be. It just don't even make sense. Like, like 
Or here's the other thing. Like anytime they say narrative, like a parrot should go behind it like what? Narrative? What? what? Narrative? <laughs> it just it's crazy. And like retire the phrase the narrative. Correct. That, I, that, I, I can't see that really being that's not really uh, a phrase I'd use in sports either. Mm-hmm. The narrative. I wouldn't even use it much in life at all. <laughs> well, I, I can I can tell you this. Unless I was Sorry. talking about someone that was like, are you the narrator? You know, otherwise, I, I don't even see a point in saying it. <laughs> That's my narrative, you know? I don't think I, I've used in my 40 plus years on the planet Earth the narrative. I don't think I ever used that phrase once. Uh-huh. Book reports. No. No, uh, I I never said the narrative in a book report. I think we had to type it, not say it. But I feel like I feel like it was part of our book reports in school where I went. Mm. 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 That's a few, that's a little ways off. That's a ways off. Ways. So speaking of Mondays, do yes. I understand you went to a, a little football Oh, man, did I go to a football game. So my brother had an extra ticket, went, uh, saw our friend CJ. I hadn't seen him in a while. CJ's funny because he's like, hey, we don't hang out much. I'm like, yeah, well, we live uh, 100 miles from each other. So, yeah. It's that not, would explain. Down the Good street. point. So went, uh, one of my cousins was there. Uh, big Mike here. Let me let me explain the scene. So we get there, we're walking in, and as you walk in the stadium, the fans are already starting to do the some guys yelling out Tampa, the rest of the crowd Bay. So you got great callbacks going walking into the stadium mm-hmm. as you walk. Very in nice. In, Very get, nice. Getting used to. It's. It was the most. I, I'd never been to. Um, I grew up going to a lot of. Tampa Bay Buccaneer games, as you know, uh, mostly through very, very bad seasons. Yes, lots and lots. I would say between 85 and 95, I did not miss many home games, probably a handful in the 10-year span, and we never had a winning record. So I saw a lot of bad teams. But nonetheless, there's my team. You know, I liked them. And this was an interesting vibe because going – well, for me, I'd never been to a playoff game. But this year, there were lower expectations. You know, Oh, much lower. Um, you know, Baker was suspect. A lot of the defense was suspect. Um, just a lot of question marks and holes. And everyone kind of looked at other teams in the NFC South as being a little bit more superior – uh, Falcons and especially the Saints. And, you know, truth be told, the whole division was like kind of like the kicking whatever. Everyone made fun of the division. And here at the end of the day, the Bucs had a winning record, won out their division, you know. On a right. spectacular streak at and, the end of the regular season. And got a, a home game against a team at one point was considered the cream of the crop of the NFL, the 
Philadelphia Eagles. So got there. Started the season ten and one. Ten, they ten didn't and finish one. so. They didn't finish so well. No, they and you know what? They finished how I like to watch the Eagles finish, losing, losing. So very much so. It was a very fun atmosphere. It was just almost like, hey, it's a bonus game. We're here. I mean, there were like Buccaneer flags. Everyone was waving them. Um, I, so I it was know. very electric. Oh yeah, they had an awesome country guy that did uh, a fantastic version of the national anthem, and it was also MLK, uh, Mark, Dr. Martin Luther King's holiday. They had a, a choir that did a beautiful song at um, halftime. They had his family that was out there for the ceremonial first toss of the coin, if you will, the coin toss. It it was great, and the. First quarter was really close, but, uh, you know, the Bucks defense made the plays and Baker was on point. He was making throws. The completion percentage wasn't there, but that wasn't his fault. There were a couple drops that other guys made. But uh, as uh, Hoosier Gaddy would say, Baker, Baker, touchdown maker. Um, <laughs> That's great. What, what, we stopped the tush push. We created the blueprint. For the NFL, mm-hmm. we stopped it. It's done. It's never going to be talked about ever again. We stopped that stupid you tush really push. You really could be right. Yeah, yeah of course. I'm. All right, yeah, look. I know, I know. Am, I know. am I right, folks? All right. So the Buccaneers, my beloved Buccaneers, which I kind of, you know, low played them. They're playing Detroit. And mind you, for folks that are new to the <laughs> podcast that haven't listened, uh, I've been championing the Detroit Lions <laughs> for over a year now. Okay, I'm not. This is a fact. Not Johnny come lately. Uh, nope. So we're going to Detroit. Going to Detroit. Well, I'm not. The Bucks are. <laughs> I'm going to watch from here as I go to Detroit. So I'm super psyched. I got buddies from Michigan. Uh, we've been chatting it up. Uh, I, I, I can tell you for the Lions fans, I'm very happy for them no matter how it goes, because it's well-deserved. It's well-earned, and that's the narrative. It's well-deserved and well-earned. So they, Whoa, they, narrative. They, yeah, Let's yeah, narrative. Wow, you snuck that in. Huh. Snuck it. See, I, I snuck it in. I uh, <laughs> Penetration right up the middle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's going to be a fun game. Listen, one one of the best Bucks games I've ever been to. I would say there there's a few up there. One was the the work done when he had 200 yards rushing against the Rams on Monday night, and I think that was 2000. That that was a a pretty pretty wild game. But uh, that was my brother felt the same way. Like one of the best Bucks games. In Raymond James, mm-hmm. it, it was just a different night, and everyone I talked to that was at the game were saying the same thing. It was just fun. Everyone was jovial. I mean, the whole night was just cheering, singing. I'd never heard them say first down so much in my life. Mm-hmm. I felt like every other minute we were getting, we had like thirty-five first downs. I think it, it seemed that way. Mm-hmm. And what what uh. Good experience. So I'm looking forward. We got Detroit. If you're a football fan, there are three other fantastic games. Green Bay Packers, 
uh, 49ers, I think, is going to be a tight game. Uh, and hats off to Green Bay. I don't think anyone gave them a chance, and they Wait, went out and just – yeah, they they blew Dallas out of the planet. Yeah, that wasn't even a football game. That was uh, that was that, that was, was a clinic. When was that? Uh, that was uh Sunday night. Oh, Sunday night. Oops. Or late afternoon. It was Sunday late afternoon. Hmm. And then, um, you know, Chiefs got to go to Buffalo. You know, Buffalo finally lured Kansas City out of Kansas City. This is Mahomes' uh-huh. first time in the playoffs not playing at home. Oh, wow. He's never done that. It's his first road game. And it's snowing. Snow. It's snowing snow. a ton in Buffalo. So, for us, uh, on a TV, cozy, warm, it's going to look great on TV. <laughs> for the players, it's going to be miserable. But, hey, God bless you guys. You're young. You'll be all right. Have fun. Yeah, it, they'll survive. They'll survive. You, look, you're young. Enjoy the moment. Go out there. Have a blast. And then the other game, I don't know, two other teams. Hmm. So there you go. <laughs> I don't know either. There you have it. But, yeah, the Bucks game was pretty awesome. I enjoyed it. Not many Monday night games do I stay up to watch because the job that – pays the bills i got to get up early to get to it but yes oh uh the other games the uh right right ravens and uh that's a saturday game isn't it the ravens it, it is it is yes uh hmm. oh crap i had it oh uh ravens and texans and i i think i think the texans are gonna really give the ravens some problems don't don't sleep on houston and that was a team that was I mean, they were one of the worst teams in the NFL last year, and they're they're like a worst to first. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we got four four good games this weekend. Definitely plenty of stories. Yeah, so blow off work, Big Mike. It's all right. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, NFL. I understand. Yeah, that's what I did Monday night. Said I'm staying up. Mm-hmm. I'm watching this game. Pretty exciting. We had a safety in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How often do you see – all right, we stopped the tush push, and we got a safety. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that, that like back-to-back? No, 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 no. No, different drives. But that, that was in the, the second half, the uh, the, the safety. Um, oh, and the guy did the safety dance, one of them. Oh, you mean the, the yeah. hands over? Yeah. I forget who it was, but that made me giggle. Oh, yeah. There were a lot of them doing it. Oh. Huh. I think everyone in the stands was doing the safety thing. <laughs> Not to be confused with the S S S A A A F F F E T do do D do 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 Really? safety dance. Yeah. Wait, what else? Your guards if you want to. Yeah, but you said not to be confused by it. Well, there's a song called Safety Dance. Right. It goes do do D do do I know, but it doesn't wouldn't the safety dance go with the song "The Safety Dance"? Uh, n- n- no, no, no. The what? safety is you put your hands above your head, and that's just the signal from the ref. That has nothing to do with the uh, song from the eighties. Oh my god! I've spent a week 
being lied to, I thought. And folks, if you oh, haven't, wow. just just look up the safety dance where there's a jukebox and just keep playing it over and over. At and a just, Waffle House. Just, just put it in like 10 times in a row and just <laughs> see how the crowd changes over time. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a study in human behavior. <laughs> wow, that's a throwback right there. Yeah. Waffle House. Well, XM on uh, First Wave, they have on Saturday night. Is it a Saturday oh, night or is it Friday Oh, they call night? it sa- uh, no, 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 safety no. dance. They call it safety dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, safety yeah. dance. Yeah, they oh, sure yeah. Do. And they play all dance music. Yeah. It's pretty good. Hmm. Uh, you know who used to do that? The Power Pig back in the day. Oh, yeah. Hmm. They used to do something Power like that. Pig. Like they, they used to do something like that on like Fridays, uh, like early in the like the afternoon, like leading into the the drive home. The drive home. Yep. Yep. Back when terrestrial radio was good. Oh God, mm-hmm. what a wasteland! It is. It is. With iHeart Radio. I don't know how they're they're afloat uh, because I heard they get like no money for advertising. They are just, just really. But they seem to dominate. They own like half the radio stations out there, don't they? Yeah, but it, it seems that way. It, but but it's a medium that's dying. Like the other stations are like uh, are stations that are taking like donations to just stay. <laughs> <laughs> they're, the, they're the public broadcasting stations. All of them. Even the ones that don't pass is uh, like, you know, like, uh, you know, Happy FM. You know, like, all right. And uh, <laughs> your donations. <laughs> well, I'm just saying uh, there's a lot of them like that. And then they tell you the Jesus Lord needs your money to keep the station afloat. And that's when I changed the channel. Yeah. For real. I used to listen to it nonstop, except... When they did that, and I changed channel. What's well, that? Uh, you know, God music. Joy, Joy FM. <laughs> well, that one too. I but trying. I mean, but they're they're all like that, and because they can't sell advertising, and because they don't they don't get enough money for advertising. I, I'm telling you, like they used to do live live spots. So like, what's the last time you're like, hey? XYZ mm-hmm. FM is going to be somewhere. Yeah, right. And it, anyone even gave a shit. Mm-hmm. I can remember I've a, a previous place of employment. We had a couple live spots with, um, and I forget which station. I think it was one of them was WQYK, mm-hmm. the big country yep. station in our area. Yep, yep. yep and yep. I think another one, I forget what the other radio station was, but it was kind of cool. But yeah, that, I, that doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have enough people working for the radio station to go do the live right. spots. Probably right. Cause why would any business want to pay people? I feel like that's how it is now. Yeah. Let's just not have people and see what happens to the world. Well, there's still a lot of people. So no, I mean with jobs. Oh yeah. Working at places, you know. What if we Doing had a, what if yes. we had AI make money for exact. us? So then, then it would be okay, right? Would they print the money? 
Or they go to work and give They us- go to work and give us oh. the money. Oh. Right? I see. Like, all right, AI is going to replace my job. Well, then AI has got to pay me then. Yeah, because they don't need money. AI, yeah, they, they don't need money at all. They don't got to eat these robots. You have a point. Yeah. Mm. Who do we bring this up to? Uh, I say AI. we don't. Yeah, I, I say we don't bring it up to AI. Okay. Yeah, in the programming, just don't teach them the value of money. So that I've like, mm-hmm. oh, no problem. Here you go. Here, Here you go. go. Yeah. Here's I'm, your money. Yeah. Uh, I'm also uh, mining cryptocurrency. I hope you didn't mind. Nope, not at all. <laughs> Is that even, what's going on with the cryptocurrency <laughs> world? It, it's it seems like you don't hear much about that anymore. Uh, be, at least be, I don't. Because it's worthless. It's uh, made me think it's dead. Is it dead? Yeah, I'd say it's pretty dead. But I have all these Bitcoin. I mean, like the the one Bitcoin (laughs) was up to like, you know, whatever. Were there multiple Bitcoins? Was there like different? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where I completely lost it. There's a whole bunch of them. And then you had that weird. uh, uh, Dogecoin. Yeah, well, yeah, Dogecoin. The, the one with the dog and Elon Musk was pumping it up and that one uh, folded. And then you had uh, a Bitcoin currency trading thing. And that was that uh, Bachman Turner overdrive. And he was in the Bahamas and then huh? it turned out hey, or whatever. His name's something like that. Oh. But we'll call him Bachman <laughs> Turner overdrive. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty close to that. <laughs> Dead accurate. Okay. Good old Bach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this the one that Tom Brady had something to do with? Or well, he, he was uh, an investor, and I think he was supposed to be a pitch man. And then the guy that owned it, um, I, I forget. They, they had like a food bill, a running food tab that was like stupid. Mm. That they were I, thousands of dollars a day that they were just- Like at a restaurant? Food. Or would they like- Yeah, yeah. Food? And just have it bring brought in. And then- but Guardians, they were just never paying. Gluttony. So it was a. T- they was were trying to pay him with their cryptocurrency. I don't think they were just paying him anything. Mm. Really? They're, just, they're like, we'll pay you later. Just just keep the tab open. And, and the, the restaurant was just sending food over. Huh. Next thing you know, the restaurant's out of business. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were out of business. That I mean, that that company went. Well, I mean, they obviously went tips up, and, and I mean, they almost caused like a. Well, they caused a ripple in the the, the market, but uh, he's probably facing some serious jail time. But you know, here's the thing: you can rip off common people, but when you rip off uh, people with money, you're going to jail. That was yeah, count on that. that. Yeah. That's when justice takes off that blindfold and is like, hey, look, I can see you, motherfucker. You're going to jail. <laughs> Old lady justice peeping out. I can see you. Peep. Peep. Peep, peep. That's the sound that makes. Oh, is it? Yep. I thought there was a, a garbage truck backing up. I know. I did, too, for a minute. That's why I had to specify, clarify something. Fine. I guess that's the narrative you have. Oh, <laughs> Rick. Do you know what I was Googling before? 
I think it's pretty. No, cool. what were you Googling? I thought you didn't. Let me tell you. I, all of a sudden, in my mind, thought, hmm, maybe the word narrative was not ever used in a book report. And you know how I am. I Googled it, and I could not find that it ever was used in a book report. However, all of a sudden, I thought to myself, I wonder if that word was used in Cliff's Notes. And I can't find proof, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Because that, you know, you could see where Cliff's Notes might make you think of a book report? <laughs> well, it kind of was the book report. <laughs> right. And you know, you I'm not going to leave, you know, I'm not going to read this 400-page novel. Right. Read the, I, I don't even know, I never even read a Cliff's Notes. Mm. How many How many pages were they? 30? Probably, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're they I, were I've great. never read a Wow. I'd either read a book or not read a book. Right. Never That's how I notes. was. See, I was forced to read books I didn't want to read. That's probably why I don't love to read. Mm. Or I love reading some things, but not, I don't know, I'm picky. What books did you not like reading? Oh, I don't know. I going to say all of them. All no, of I, don't, them. I don't remember them. I mean, honestly, I really think I only remember the ones I liked, but... I'd have to see if I still had my close notes and then I could tell you. No, oh, boy. Ha! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I, I could say uh, there was a point where they would definitely have to put me on point on like what I was supposed to read in school because there's only so many report cards you can do on like, you know, Garfield. Uh, but you yeah. know, book one's good. I'm like, all right, we're gonna do. Did you ever do a book report on one of those? <laughs> I should have. You know, hey, <laughs> I was hey, gonna Garf say if you did, that was pretty ballsy. <laughs> and I'm like, well, look, Garfield book number two, uh, uh, larger than ever, is a great follow up. Rarely do you find where the sequel can uh, supersede the original, outshine the original. And you know what? Jim Davis has done it, folks. He added a new character called Nermal. Oh, Nermal. Classic conflict. Yes. Old Nermal. Yeah. For sure. I think Jim Davis was taking a page out of, uh, you know, like... Uh, Some of the classics, like Charles Dickens. I I would like do like a, a book report on like sports teams. Like I'd find like a like an anthology on like the Chicago Bears, and I'd like and George Hallis founded the team and ran it for fifty years. Yeah. But you read it's a book, so it counts. Well, that's what it was my argument, and so. Oh, uh, did you ever have teachers push back push back on that? Yes. Yeah. yeah really. Yeah, yeah, they didn't like all the sports themes they did. But you know what? The whole idea of book reports, it was to get kids to read. So it yeah, doesn't they, matter what you're reading. Not really. Yeah, here's the thing. Um, those teachers' good intentions would always blow up in their face when I showed up because I was like, well, uh, I read a Sports Illustrated. And, uh, 
It was the swimsuit issue. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the wrong school then. No, book it. Oh, no, okay. Book it. So, all right, so yeah. so, book it on the Casey Bauer <laughs> on the message. Oh, no. Remember? Okay. <laughs> book it. Okay. So everybody out there who made was this a national program? I yes. think it was. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. No, it was with uh sponsored by uh Pizza the, Hut. The Pizza Slut. Pizza, pizza Slut. The, the pizza so for those of you order out for you who are not I guess you'd have to be somewhere between your mid thirties and your mid forties, right? Am I right or wrong to have participated in Book It? Yeah, or maybe even a little bit older. I'd say yeah, like maybe mid mid thirties to fifty. I would say somewhere. All right, there. there you go. So the whole idea you had to read a book, and I forget how you. I I, I think you had to show it to your teacher or fill out a form, and I think if you after reading. What's that? Wasn't it 25 books? Or No, no. The standard was much one. lower. Oh, yeah. Then I was lied to at my school that didn't give me choices. <laughs> it was 20, if it was 25 books, I would never have gotten free pizza. Oh. Well, I thought it was over the summer, though. No, no it was during the school year. No, during the school year. They would give you, like, if you read so many during a set time period. And... Well, I know there were five stars on the pin, or four. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Hmm. And then yeah, you and... get a free personal pan pizza. Oh, the personal pan pizza. Which I remember them being very good. Mm -hmm. Man, they were, they were, like, listen, they were the best pizza that was ever created. They they were they were like like God's hands came down from the heavens and and touched them. But you want to know uh, what? I'm gonna, what? I'm gonna spoil this. Okay. They are wonderful, and I would love one right now, actually, as an adult. But it can be spoiled when in grade school. So now, keep in mind, in high school, I was fed McDonald's or McDonald's. In grade school. <laughs> The only time we had food that was available was Pizza Hut personal pan pizzas. And it was on every Friday. I think it was $5. What? Yeah. Oh, I, 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 think, I think my high school used to bring them in from time to no, time. No, but that was the only option. It was wow. bring your own BYOL. Bring your own lunch every day of the week except Friday. So, And I wasn't really complaining, but looking back now... I didn't need a pizza every Friday. And then when it was a certain time of year in the springtime, we would have pizzas on Wednesdays too. Right. Maybe it was just one Wednesday. Anyway, but carry on. They're still amazing. Well, what, what other are. promotions do you think the pizza places should have now? If, if Pizza, Pizza Hut had book it, like would like Domino's have like you know for, uh you know uh, you know, yeah, it's a Domino, Domino Falls, so something like uh you know topple your government, we'll give you uh, a little pizza. A uh, high book it still exists. Okay, see the book it, yeah, but pizza like who reads? Well. They don't even know they're still doing Book It. 
30 points. You'd have, well, first, you'd have to find a Pizza Hut. We know where Pizza Hut is. There, there's not a lot of them. No? Well, definitely not old school sit-down ones. No. They're, they're all takeout now. True. They're all takeout. I wonder if you have to read 8 million books now because of inflation. No, maybe just 1 million. Would, would Hungry Howie's have like the Hungry Hippos? <laughs> I think Hungry awesome. Howie's, Howie's they'd shoot a little lower than Pizza Hut. It wouldn't be Book It. It would be uh, Magazine It. Oh, Magazine It. <laughs> All right. Did you read, did you read, a, uh, uh, did you read five magazines? All right. Yay. Uh, they were all Ranger Rick. Oh, Ranger Rick. What do you I think got Ranger. What do you think Ranger I, Rick's doing these days? He's probably dead. He was a raccoon. Oh, man. <laughs> what, what's, the shelf, what's the shelf life on a raccoon? He ate some bad garbage. <laughs> that trash panda. <laughs> uh, really, what's the shelf life of a raccoon? Uh, I don't know. That's that's a that's a good question. Melissa, look that up for us. All right, one moment, please. Do 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 do. Am I allowed to use that? Um, I don't sure. Know that's public. I don't know if that's public domain. But we do know what songs are bagpipe public domain. Uh, apparently, 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 apparently. You know, happy birthday's public domain. ABCs. Public domain. You can't play those on a bagpipe, though. But well, you can't say the alphabet through the bagpipe, but you could play the melody, probably. Probably, I would say because yes. it's because it's, it's just twinkle, twinkle, little star. Really? Oh wow, it is. You're right. Uh uh Yeah, that's no. It's think not. of the melody. It's not. No, I'm wrong. That's, AC, that's ACDC's Highway to Hell. You're right. Uh, <laughs> I've been lying to again my whole life. Nobody I heard the bagpipe. <laughs> lying by omission, I've been. Well, no, no. That's why they like, I lie teach to kids the alphabet that way because it's easier to learn uh by memory a melody than it is to just be like that's i went the to the wrong school that my parents paid for <laughs> well we all did <laughs> okay so depending on what website you look at uh rapid rodent removal says and i literally typed in shelf life raccoon rapid oh, rodent, they say 13 to 20 years wow true, wow hold on but true tech wildlife service says five. Oh. That's sad. Thirteen to twenty. I'm gonna go. Wow, that that's that's a raccoon taking care of him or herself. And then it gets lower. Reddit says one point eight to three years. Oh, that's sad. Well, I, obviously, Ranger Rick will probably fall into the first category. I need raccoons to live longer. <laughs> you think so? For. I I think they should. The oldest one is nineteen. Nice. He's cool. What is the the oldest raccoon is nineteen. Mm-hmm. What is it this looks, raccoon's name? Oh, I don't even know. If uh, has a name. First name Ranger. 
<laughs> Last name Rick. Rick. I don't know. And but he wears it looks like, like... A... sorry. Uh, he wears like a Boy Scout outfit. He hmm. did, didn't he? It... Yeah. I think... wait, wait, was that tied to Boy Scouts of America? No, uh, no, that was Boys Life magazine. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Boys Life. I think the discrepancy in the amount of years they live has to do with captivity or not. Okay, so like, in captivity, that longer. Uh huh. I would imagine that's so. the thirteen to twenty. Oh, that's Ranger Rick. So yeah, nice. you know he wasn't really wild. He was a domesticated rac raccoon. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think formally educated too. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. You know, to be a ranger and have knowledge of you know different woodland creatures. No, in like the environment. He, he understood the law. Do you think he hung out with Smokey? Oh, yeah, for, uh, sure. You, for sure. You beat me to it. They, they were probably <laughs> friends. Yay! At least there's there's no question and, about that. And they did not like Yogi or that Boo Boo because oh. they were giving them a bad rap because they were stealing stuff. And they are just like, you know, like, hey, dude, we're like on the up and up. Like, it's just a pick and We're trying to give ourselves, a, you know, woodland creatures a better name. Yeah, and then here you are, you know, just you know, running riffraff over here. Running amok, amok. So I, I got a question for you. Yeah. So Smokey the Bear, most of your cartoon, what do they call it? Anamorphic, anamorphic. Is that the correct? That sounds about human. Like, right. yeah, they do not wear pants. Mm -hmm. that, that However, is... Smokey. Wears blue jeans and no shirt. So you know. <laughs> think about dude, it. No, wait, wait, wait. That you know why? Because he's he's hanging dong. Dude. Maybe they share. <laughs> Maybe they don't. They're homeless. They are. They're homeless, so they can't afford. No, they, 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 they oh, What was that sound? What sound? I don't know. Yeah, it was just a weird feedback. We're we're good. We just scared everyone pretty, that's going to listen it was back. Pretty later. good though. It was yeah. it was a good timing. Yeah. But yeah, maybe they have to like they can only have like here. I'll have the shirt and you have the pants. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I think. Rash. I think he's hanging some dong. <laughs> <laughs> he is a bear, you know. I don't yeah. even know what that means. Hanging some dong. Melissa, let's think Is about that this. like free balling it? Like 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 a large wee wee. Oh yes. Wee -wee. Speaking large of wee wee. No no, he's not available today. <laughs> you knew where I was going yeah. with it. That's pretty sick. Well, that's because he he, uh, he was on the receiving end of the Helen Keller that made him deaf, dumb, and blind. <laughs> And uh, from the Ultra Mask on Gentlemen. So uh, Subway Slam is going to be uh, out for, for a while. That's what I heard. So, uh -oh. Yeah. You got to watch out for that move. That's that's the big finisher. That's the big finisher. The Helen, I, I, you know what? I would like to see an example of a Helen Keller. Oh, man. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll get, you know, let's see if I can wrangle him in into the studio to do like a demonstration. Do a demonstration? Yeah, not not necessarily on you, but just to kind of show how the the act is performed. I'll, I'll tell you, it's <laughs> it's, uh, it's an amazing feat for sure. But that's 
that's something to, you know, it's something to behold, that's for sure. Oh, uh, sweet Melissa, I think, had something to share with us. I do. Oh, I do is there some news? It I, is. I believe so. There was some other weird noise. Was that my entrance song for the news? I believe so. Sweet. Garble, garble, garble. Coming at you live is sweet Melissa with probably not breaking news. Because wouldn't you rather have old news than fake news? The headline is, at 93, he's as fit as a 40-year-old. His body offers lessons on aging. Did anybody read this? I saw the headline. Didn't read it. Mike, did you read it? I did not read it. Oh. <laughs> Some Darth Vader action yeah. there. <laughs> Something's happening. It sounds like your head is in a Yahtzee cup. Who am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, 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 um, it might be your connection or something. It's, yeah, it could be the connection. Oh, boy. It's pretty funny sounding. No. Oh, well, should I back on out? I, I think you should, um, uh, yes, and then just try to see if you can log back in. All right, we'll do. All right. Well, listen, carry on. No, no, I want to wait. I can slowly right. talk. Okay. All right, I'll back out. I'll try to, I'll call back in. All right, thanks, bud. All right. You got it. That was pretty fun. It was like one of those voice changers. Well, it's it's going to get like crazier. It'll, mm -hmm. it'll keep degrading. I'm it, not sure. It sounds so I could slowly talk about this article. I just thought it was fun because normally it's all these like crazy Florida man, Florida woman mm. things. But this was like a happy, fun, like, wow, why don't we have this kind of thing in the news more often? So I thought I would share, and he's Irish, and he exercised all the time, and he didn't used to. He only started doing this in his 70s, um, and he's, like, super healthy, and they're doing studies on him, um, and he works out in his backyard shed, and the studies that, that are done show that he's really healthy, only, like, in more words. Hmm. So it's pretty exciting. All right, I'm back. Yay, you sound better. And you better. sound better than that. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, good deal. Yay. All right, go ahead, so Melissa. I, I was just saying that they're they're doing studies on this man because he's so healthy to basically, I don't know, probably just prove that obviously exercise keeps you healthy. But he didn't start doing it until he was 70 and now he's 93. And like very fit and healthy and i think it's kind of exciting so what did he do it was it an exercise regiment what was the uh um he just works out in his shed is what they're calling it so right um, and he he used to be a baker and a battery maker however that works was he a um, candle maker too I know there needs to be something else, right? In a rap song. <laughs> hey, what was the thing? A baker, a baker, and a battery maker, and a candlestick maker. <laughs> anyway, funny. So yeah, he and he is a four-time champion of indoor rowing. He's Irish. 
Um, and he has the body of a 30 or 40 year old as far as um, how much energy he has in his heart. And then it says the body fat percentage of a whippet, which we know a whippet. And like that, a dog? Yeah, that dog has no fat. A whippet. They're, they're like, they're like, whip it real good. That's true. They're like mini greyhounds. Big good. So, yeah, I thought this was fun because it's not, you know, it's not your everyday. That's encouraging note. That's good news. Uh-huh. That's right. positive news. Right. You, right. Can, you could just sit on your ass till you're 70 and then, then it's time to move. And then say, fuck it. Now it's time to, now it's time to get your ass together and, Become, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, what's that guy's name? This guy's Chuck name. Norris. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, like, Chuck. I don't know if they told his name because he's like eighty something years old and he's still peddling, you know, home gym equipment. Yeah, you know, keep it young kind of stuff. Hmm. And who was the guy that used to do like the juicers? Jack Lane. Yeah, there you go. He was like 186 years old and still, you know, lifting weights, peddling juicers, talking about, hey, if you drink more um, celery juice, you'll look like me. Yeah, he, he kind of did all that stuff. Uh, Big Mike, I hate to break it to you. What's that? <laughs> your 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 mic's degrading again. It's getting uh, weird. Right. I don't know what's going on. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to back on out. <laughs> no, that's and, that's quite right. And uh, I'll catch you guys. I'll catch you guys next week. Okay. Uh, we'll be safe. Be you. cool. Thanks. Talk to you later. Hey, safe. Uh, just it, all right. Want me to back out? Come back in. I try it one last time. All right. One last time. Well, we'll yeah. see what we got. Uh, I'll talk to you in a second. All right. So, Mike will have to listen back for the tips because what this man does, in addition to his exercising in the shed, and I'm sure that's part of this, mm. is that he exercises 40 minutes a day um, and and he rows every day. Probably on a machine, I'm guessing. Um, And he mixes it up so he does moderate, easy, and intense training. And he does weight training two or three times a week. And he eats a high-protein diet. That's it. That's it. You can do it. Yeah. We can do it. So... Oh, that's good for him. Yay. Good for him. Good for him. (laughs) Yeah. And good for him. uh, So I just want to talk about, uh, you know, we've been like hooked on uh, Turner Classic movies and I subject uh, Sweet Melissa to a lot of older movies. Okay. Third attempt. Third attempt. Yeah. Yeah. You sound good right now. That's weird. (laughs) I I don't know what's going on. It might be. Here at the Polk Palace, I can tell you this, bad reception. I mean, this place must have, like, lead in the walls, something along those lines, because uh, 
Technology not, does not work good over here. Not 5G. Mm-hmm. Not 5G. It's like it's like negative 3G. All right. So, Big Mike, we watched the other night. I, I subjected Sweet Melissa to a movie on TCM. Okay. With Robert Mitchum, which I'm... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a I'm Mitchum like, fan. Same here. I see Mitchum, like, I'm all in. All in. It's called The Enemy Below. It's from 1957. He's a... And it's supposed to be like set in like latter World War II in the Atlantic. He's a captain of a destroyer class ship. And um, they discover a German U-boat in the area. And then it becomes the the cat and mouse between the two captains. Which in the oh. end, they, they, you know, the, the captain of the German U-boat, you know, it, it, it's, it's interesting. I've never seen this one before. It was pretty good. It was so good. And, uh, you know, most of the movie, the U-boat had to dive, and they were just trying to evade the uh, destroyer as it would set the uh, depth charges, and then they were showing, like, the the little strategy between the both and the tension, you know, on the American side of, you know, if they come up and they shoot a torpedo, we're screwed, and vice versa on the – you know, with the German sailors and interesting movie. This sounds like a pretty cool movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Like uh, the action moved and uh, had good tension. And, uh, you know, I, I think it expressed the, uh, I think the intent of the, the characters, you know, as far as the captains, what they were mm-hmm. trying to, you know, it was all pretty, you know, something you can relate to on one, one side or the other. And, you know, stayed stay out of the politics of it and end up being more of the, uh, like I said, the cat and mouse. And, but they were both good guys. Uh, well, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, it, it, I don't know, it's a faster. I, I, I always like those, any of those submarine movies, uh, the older ones or even the, you know, the more modern ones, uh, you know, Hunt for Red October. What U-5-7-1. was the Matthew McConaughey one? U five seven one. Yeah, that was good. That's a great one. That's a great one. Well, that's loosely based on fact. Which this was too, right? Um, uh, no, not so much. I mean, oh. I mean, there were on the fact of that there are destroyers that you know, right? Very loosely finding. You know, it wasn't on a, a, a particular event. Mm-hmm. You know, it was more like historical fiction, if you will. Now, what about what the I, other? Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, what no. I find interesting, and I've read, uh, I'm a, I enjoy World War II, so whether it be naval battles, air battles, land battles, I enjoy reading about every aspect of World War II. But I find very interesting that both the German Navy and the American Navy, there is respect for each other. I think sailors around the world, even the Imperial Japanese Navy, the sailors, they have respect for each other. Hmm. Even on opposing sides, there's there's like a mutual respect. Um, yeah, I think it's just because of the vulnerability of it, uh, being yeah. at sea. 
um, helps bring across humanity. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a camaraderie there. Even though they're on opposing sides, there's still somewhat of a camaraderie. Yeah, I, I, I think on the German side, I, I don't think their Navy was as uh, infested politically, uh, if you will. Um, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know about the Japanese Imperial Navy, but, um, um, but I don't know. But, but, you know, in the end, you know, those guys were, you know, like I said, they're, they're out in the open water. Um, mm -hmm. There was a lot of humanity into just uh, survival, you know. But that's what, to me, that's what the movie, like if I had to, I don't know, maybe that, maybe, maybe I saw. If you had to pick out the narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Ding, ding. Oh my gosh. It's our new drinking game. It's just how many times can we make it? into a sentence. There you go. That's my narrative and I'm sticking to it. I think it was about like, and I don't want to like give it away, but uh, they were helping each other at the end in a way. Uh, in a way. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sort of. That. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um, would we like to talk about another movie that I just thought of? Um, I, yeah, I don't know what movie it is. The one that I fell asleep during, and I still want to watch it. Because I just was thinking about it, the alien one. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah. Sp early Spielberg. He's he's hot off of Jaws. Richard Dreyfuss is still on. Uh, Isn't that the one with the old people in it? No, no, you're thinking Cocoon. Cocoon. Ah, that's cocoon. what I'm thinking. That's true. That's a good with point Wilford though. Brimley being one of the old people. Yeah. He's probably 40 in it. Mm -hmm. Right. And he's like, diabetes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be careful with the diabetes. And he's like, hey, I got rid of my diabetes. Mm -hmm. You know, why being in this pool with the cocoons in it. <laughs> I love that movie. That was filmed uh, out in this neck of the woods. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. In, in St. Pete. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 But yeah, I got to watch that movie in its full glory. Wait, which one? Cocoon or? Well, I would watch either one now that you brought up Cocoon. But I mean the third person. What's it called? Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yes. Yes. Or as uh, they would say in Beavis and Butthead, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, I think. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think it's. Are we closing it out with Beavis? Yes. There it is. Oh. Uh. Big Mike, uh, have fun at the Polk Palace. Will do. Uh, Subway, get well. Sorry about the Helen Keller move, but it happens. Please let us catch you later. Peace out, everybody. Catch you later. See ya. Oh, yeah. You know the rules.
something again. 